When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie. Thursday morning, the 10th of September. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reid on LMFM. On the brink of Brexit talks collapsing or being collapsed by a British government that cannot be trusted. There has been a shocked response to how the UK's government says it is prepared to rip up an international treaty it agreed to a year ago and that it is willing to break international law. I would caution anyone who is thinking about playing politics with Northern Ireland on Brexit again. Northern Ireland is too fragile and too important to be used as a pawn in the broader Brexit negotiations. Now is not the time to reignite disagreements that have been settled in an international agreement and an international law. Tanisha Simon Coveney, the Taoiseach Micheál Martin is concerned. About this latest uh, development um, uh, and in, in particular the unilateral nature of it and the fact that it um, fundamentally uh, is seeking uh, to uh, deviate from what is uh, an agreed international treaty. Uh, and I think it's taken a lot of people back across Europe uh, and indeed within the United Kingdom itself. Uh, and it's not an acceptable way to conduct negotiations. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, however, seems to be relaxed about breaking his word and breaking the law. Uh, I see uh, the risk uh, that uh, certain, in, I think, extreme interpretations of the treaty might place uh, to the uh, peace process in Northern Ireland, to the Good Friday Agreement. Uh, nobody wants to see a barrier uh, down the uh, Irish Sea. Uh, so what we're doing, which I think would be very, very injurious, so what we're doing is putting a, uh, a, a safety net uh, beneath which uh, things cannot uh, go wrong uh, to protect peace and uh, protect the, the settlement in our, in our United Kingdom. And that is the the purpose of, of what we're doing. Boris Johnson, the British Prime Minister, Jim Wells is uh, DUP MLA for South Down. He said to us uh, the day before yesterday, come back to me in 48 hours when the legislation has been published. It has been published and Jim Wells is back with us. He joins us together with Fergus O'Dowd Fine Gael TD for Louth and East Meath and you're both very welcome to the programme this morning. Jim Wells, what do you make of it now? It's such a very welcome development. Um, I wish it had gone slightly further, but certainly 
uh, there's several aspects which are welcome. First of all, uh, it deals with the issue of um, state aid. There was a view that if a company traded with Northern Ireland, no matter where it was uh, located in any other part of the kingdom, state aid rules from the European Union would apply. Well, that, that the bill has dealt with that. It's also dealt with the issue of exports from Northern Ireland into the rest of the United Kingdom. Uh, that's very welcome. Uh, there's still a possibility, in fact, a probability that there will be some form of uh, internal border down the middle of the Irish Sea, which I'm opposed to. So, uh, of course, the bill can be amended, so we'd hope that our MPs would be able to strengthen it. But certainly it has knocked off some of the rough edges associated with the deal. And uh, I think unionism generally will, will welcome what the Prime Minister's done. Yeah, well, if you were a member of uh, the British government, I'm not sure I'd believe a word you've said. And that is uh, one of uh, the fundamental problems now, that the British government has lost trust with, uh, it seems, almost every government in the world. Are you concerned uh, about what uh, the Lord Chief Justice of Northern Ireland, Sir Declan Morgan, said? He said that the British government's actions could undermine trust in the system of uh, the administration of justice, that the stance that the British government is taking makes him gravely uncomfortable and he told the BBC it enables others to take the view that they can choose which laws apply to them and consequently which don't, I'm sure. I'm a bit surprised that someone in his position has made that type of statement. Well, he believes in the law. He believes in the administration of law and justice. But, you know, the reality is that that type of statement is one that could be considered by some to be political in nature rather than simply... I think it's a statement that anybody who believes in the administration of law and justice would take uh, or make in response to the British government deciding to break international law. Well, the British government was faced with a very difficult situation. The European Union are playing hardball on all sorts of issues. Uh, I know a bank robber who was facing a very difficult situation. Uh, He wasn't able to afford to bring... Uh, home any money to feed his family. Uh, that doesn't justify him uh, robbing the bank. No, it doesn't. Do no, the law is the law. The law is the law and the law has to be upheld. The law can also be changed uh, and the, our government has decided... Yes, but unless a law is changed, the law is the law. And if you don't obey the law, you're breaking the law. And the British government is saying it wants to break the law. Yeah, the British government says it wants to change the law. The British government has passed, well, as no. a democratic our parliament is passing an act to change what had agreed uh, what, almost a year ago. I think Brandon Lewis said the British government is intent on breaking the law in a specific and limited way. It, it, it's, it's, it, breaking agreed, the law. Uh, breaking the law is breaking the law. A few, uh, over a year ago, it is now decided because of the very difficult stance being adopted by the European Union but the only way around this impasse, of course, is, is to change the law. Now, OK, well, let me go to Fergus O'Dowd, uh, because the difficult stance that Jim Wells talks about the European Union taking is uh, standing over the agreement it made with the United Kingdom and that the United Kingdom made with the European Union. What do you make of all of this? Well, I think it's, it's very damaging to the relationships between the European Union and the UK, and indeed it's damaging to the British-Irish relationships, and it's damaging to the relationships between unionists and nationalists, and it's, it's, it's a very divisive act, and it's illegal in terms of international law. The way forward 
is to have a free trade agreement uh, between the United Kingdom and uh, the European Union and that all of the protocols, the international protocols, which have been signed up to uh, in an international agreement, that all of them apply. Uh, now, there are negotiations going on at the moment, so that's two things are happening. You have the British legislation and you have what they call the Joint Committee between the EU and the UK. <clears throat> and I think what's important is that if we can get a free trade agreement between both parties, then mm. this won't be an issue because the relationship between goods and tariffs and all of that would be dealt with. Um, I, I regret very much that this is happening. I think uh, our government and indeed our opposition are united and a significant majority of people in Northern Ireland voted to stay in the European Union. This is all about the future of our all island. It's about the options which people living in the north of our island have at the moment, that they can be part of the United Kingdom and also benefit uh, from a relationship in terms of single market mm. in the European Union. How, how worried are you, though, about the that. position that uh, the current British Prime Minister has taken? He's been criticised by uh, two previous uh, Prime Ministers, Theresa May, who we heard speaking on the programme yesterday, and John Major said yesterday that for generations, Britain's word, solemnly given, has been accepted by friend and foe. If we lose our reputation for honouring the promises we make, will we, we will have lost something beyond price that ne- may never be regained. Uh, there's a, another agreement that the British have with Ireland, it's an internationally binding agreement uh, called the Good Friday Agreement or the Belfast Agreement, if you prefer. Uh, Could the British decide to rip that up? Well, again, uh, they are a government and they're they're bringing a a coach and four, what it looks like now, uh, you know, through the relationship, the the protocols they've already agreed Mm. to. And these protocols were agreed uh, forever. In other words, that they were agreed that that this, regardless of what happened in the EU-UK trade negotiations, Mm. that this would be the permanent outcome. In other words, that that everybody living in Northern Ireland would have the advantage of being both in the United Kingdom and being in the European Union from a commercial and and other aspects. So it is very damaging. Mm. It's it's damaging whether you're a a nationalist or a unionist. It's damaging your economic future. And it it, it is playing, I believe, into the hands of extremists. But if this legislation legislation becomes law, uh, Boris Johnson's administration uh, will uh, make uh, the United Kingdom a, a rogue state capable of almost anything, breaking any international agreement, let, let alone any international obligation or obligation under international law for that matter, it seems. And so that would mean that the Good Friday Agreement or any agreement uh, would be up for grabs and they could decide to rip that up. Obviously, an administration that couldn't be trusted. Absolutely. And indeed, it's very clear from uh, the comments of Nancy Pelosi, who's a very high politician in in, in America. Mm. She said that, that any future trade proposals between the United Kingdom and, and America, which is one of the legs on which the British strategy is based on, will not pass Congress, will not pass. Mm. So it's, it's, it's affecting, you know, it's L- the international yeah, outreach l- to this action. Let's it's, ask Jim Wells about that if we can. Uh, Nancy Pelosi said there will be absolutely no chance of a US-UK trade agreement passing Congress if the British government goes ahead with this. And she also said that the Good Friday Agreement is treasured by the American people and will be profoundly defended in the United States Congress. Uh, there's a, a real risk here that your government is shooting itself in the foot. Yes, that well-known friend of unionism, Nancy Pelosi. Um, the, the reality is, of course, we all hope that none of this is going to happen because if there's a free trade agreement signed between 
United Kingdom and the rest of Europe, this this problem disappears. The difficulty is that the European Union are driving such a hard bargain that we've been forced into this position. Mm. Uh, we hope that this legislation won't, won't actually be needed. Well, just remind <laughs> us uh, of what you mean when you say if a free trade agreement is reached. I mean, the deadline is December next year, isn't it? Yes, uh, and, most pe- and, most pe- and most people believe that that's not achievable. So it's not going to be achieved in the next couple of weeks. And your own Prime Minister has said the middle of October is the deadline. And the European Commission has said uh, that the end of October is the deadline. Uh, time is running out. I agree with you on that. The one thing I think that you and I do agree on is that I don't think the timetables are realistic, I'll be honest with you. No, I know this legislation has been passed that we must have this signed and sealed by the end of this calendar year. I can't see that because coronavirus and other issues have caught up us and it just isn't feasible. But at the end of the day, if Europe would show some magnanimity, we could have a free trade agreement, but they're not. They're driving a hard bargain. Mm. Now, this is, a, this is a, dare I say it, Mike, a backstop. I literally I thought we'd buried that phrase. This is a backstop if everything goes wrong with those negotiations. Uh, and Britain has to protect its interests. Treaties have been signed for centuries mm. and amended. Even the, the Good Friday Agreement was amended through St Andrews and the Stormont House Agreement. So they, these things aren't in tablets of stone that are, can't be amended or anything like that. They can be. Uh, and, and therefore, the government have produced this backstop, which may never happen. So we, we, all the great doom and gloom that you and Fergus are predicting might not actually occur. But I, I can understand why the government found it had to produce another there's no need, there, there's no, sorry, 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 there's no need for it to occur. I don't think Fergus O'Dowd or myself are predicting anything. Uh, we're suggesting uh, that uh, the British have acted uh, with no faith and that the British government needs to get its house in order and to drop this nonsense so that this charade doesn't continue. They've caused chaos. Well, they haven't caused chaos with unionism, um, I think many, many people throughout the United Kingdom will welcome what they've why, done. Why, why would it but cause I, chaos with unionism when Arlene Foster said the other day that uh, the Irish Protocol uh, is a reality? Unfortunate as it may be, she accepts it as a reality. She hadn't cited that time of the legislation that was coming through. Yeah, but, she, but, but she, she was fine with it, though, up to, up to Boris Johnson acting the maggot. Well, I think that the party's position was clarified uh, a few days later when we became aware of the the legislation that was uh, coming through the system. And uh, I I would agree with Sammy Wilson's view on this, is that we must continue to oppose rigorously any attempt at... Yeah, uh, Any I, attempt to force a border down the Irish I, I think we spoke about that the other day. Let me go back to Fergus O'Dowd. Uh, the DUP was divided. Now it is united in dividing the island, uh, and that means a hard border, potentially, uh, come January. Uh, with the return of customs posts, if uh, that was uh, to happen, what do you think would happen in terms of the peace process? Well, it, it'll, destroy, it'll destroy the peace process. It will be destroyed if the British uh, continue with this legislation, because it, it, it is... Any changes to an international agreement should be multilateral as all people who have signed up to that agree to the change. This was introduced by the UK uh, without any, indeed, without any consultation with anybody and therefore it's totally divisive and it's bad and it's putting our country and our island into, into peril in terms of the future. And you're right, if you have 
custom posts on the border, uh, you're going to get a resurgence of, of militancy and, and, and the murder and violence campaign, which the Good Friday Agreement put an end to. We're talking to each other today in an era of peace. 20 years ago, we didn't have that. And the protocols of the Good Friday Agreement brought that about. And they recognised the right of Jim Wells to be a unionist and the right of Fergus O'Dowd if he's, to be a nationalist. They recognise our rights on this island mm. and respect both equally. And if you interfere with that, you're going back into, into, the, into the abyss. And, and why is it, do you think, that Jim Wells... wants to go there. Why do you think is it, it is that Jim Wells would argue that point? He told us the other day that the war is long over, you're going back 20 years, and there's no chance of returning to that type of violence. Is, is he naive, or uh, is he chancing his arm? Well, the problem is, you see, that this problem has been there for centuries, uh, you know, since, obviously, the 1690 and all of that. And we've put all that behind us, and we're working together we have peace, we have cooperation, uh, we, we have north-south communications. I hope to meet Jim soon mm. uh, in an interparliamentary association. And, and that's the way forward. If you break up the Good Friday Agreement, you're putting the clock back 20 years, but you're doing more than that. You're, you're leaving room for the men of violence to come in from the sidelines where they, they should be uh, on the sidelines and they should have no part, or part in determining our future. So what's hugely important is that the British would withdraw this legislation uh, and that there's a meeting, as I understand it, this morning at which, you know, I think Arlene Foster and and, and the Nationalist representatives would be present, as indeed the Irish government. And the way forward is to go away from the brinkmanship, get back to what we've agreed internationally, peace on our island for all time. Well, the DUP stands alone in not opposing uh, the position that the British government has taken in relation to the parties in Northern Ireland. Uh, Do you accept? what Fergus O'Dowd says about ripping up the Good Friday Agreement and going back uh, that 20 years in time to the gunmen and uh, the violence uh, that we're so familiar, Jim Wells. Scaremongering. Uh, does honest, anyone honestly think that a hut at the border checking if people are bringing in cigarettes or alcohol or electrical goods is going to provoke widespread uh, terrorist activity? Well, I'd be amazed if it didn't. Fergus, Fergus O'Dowd, you've asked the question. It all started with, it all started, the trouble started with the the burning of those very custom posts way back many years ago, as as I know, and you probably know as well, Jim. And we don't want to go back there, we want to go forward. We've reached a consensus again in the North that nationalists and unionists and other parties can sit around the table and and have have a government. And we want that to continue. Your rights and our rights are equal in the North. And, and we, we respect each other. If you move away from that agreement, the fundamental agreement is the Good Friday Agreement. This, these are the protocols of that agreement fixed forever, right? Fixed forever in the future to be. And Jim and Wells, you'd be happy to rip up the Good Friday Agreement, would you? Well, in the same way the Irish ripped up the, the treaty which established Northern Ireland, it was actually Collins and his cohorts who actually accepted the status of Northern Ireland as part of the United Kingdom, and they've spent this last 99 years trying to rip that up. Jim, we removed our claim to jurisdiction over the North many years ago on a referendum. The people in the south of this island uh, want peace with everybody in the north, and that's been our only focus. But you must respect everybody, and that's what this legislation doesn't do. It's a kick in the face to the international binding agreement. It's a kick in the face to decent, moderate people on this island. If... The upshot is uh, that the talks collapse. Jim Wells, uh, should the British government review its position? 
which talks now? Are we talking the talks with the, the European the, Union? The, yes, the Brexit talks. Now, if the talks collapse, then we move to a, a, a situation where the United Kingdom is freestanding. World Trade uh, Organization no, rules. Yeah, well, the WTO lo- no. lost the trust of, of anybody, including the United States, as Nancy Pelosi says, in terms of well, trying to establish trade agreements. Well, we will then be free to negotiate our own trade agreements with any other country in the world we choose to do so. With, with, any, with, with, with anyone who trusts you. <laughs> We, 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 we are the fifth largest economy in the world. Yeah. We can do it on our own. And we're perfectly happy to do so. But we don't want any of this to happen. We want to have a, a free trade agreement with the rest of the European Union. And this has to be introduced so we have a stronger bargaining hand to achieve that. And to some extent, it may be that what's been going through Westminster is a chip on the table uh, in a game of poker to try and achieve a good deal for the United Kingdom. But I think we need to have mm. this as the second backstop, just I, in case. I, 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 hope it I, I think there might be five aces in the deck. <laughs> I think there's a few jokers there. <laughs> okay. We'll leave it on that note. Thank you both indeed for joining us on uh, the programme uh, this morning. Jim Wells, DUP, MLA for Self Down, and Fergus O'Dowd, Finnegal TD for Loud and Smith. Michael at lmfm.ie. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.